magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst. And I'm Natasha Levenger. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Yay! Hello, everyone! Hello! <laughs> and hi, Natasha! Oh, hello, Tess! So funny, I um, we already have animal adventures in this room. Before we start the podcast, we have to clear out all the dogs except one and the cat. Anyway, I just noticed that I blocked the cat's little cave that she likes to go in. There's Well, I didn't, but there's a pillow in front of it. <laughs> so she was trying to figure out how to get in there while you were doing the intro. And then I was like, should I let her out? But she just figured another, figured out a little cave to go in. A different case. Oh, okay. Do you want to go let her in? No, we're, we're good. Okay. She's under, she's under the chair now, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She's, she's our very sassy opinionated cat, and I could just hear her being like, what they do, what they do. That, how am I supposed to get in there? <laughs> I can't get in there. Am I supposed to climb over this thing? But she's resourceful, and she figured it out. <laughs> good job, Georgia. Yeah. Great job. <laughs> So how are you this week? Oh, yeah. How's it going? Should we Good. Go Do our yeah. check-in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so excited to tell you about this. So we <gasps> – I know. So last week we picked – I picked Imrama, the card that was Soul Journey, and you picked Rhino, which was like busting through blocks. So this week, oh my gosh, so I know we've talked a lot about the fuck it diet and about Mm -hmm. my experience with my body image and food and like how I've been having all these openings. Well, this week, Ted and I went to the creek. There's a creek. I mean, there's many areas where you can go to creeks around here. And we wanted to just go before our work day, just go sit by the creek Uh, in our folding chairs. That's nice. And yeah, and I have um, one bathing suit and it's a bikini and I have put on weight. I mean, my body's like a natural, it's natural weight now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's not like artificially thin. Mm -hmm. And in the past, I always, I mean, for like my entire life, maybe since I was like six years old or seven, I have maybe eight or nine, I don't know. I have um, thought my belly is wrong. Like it's just a wrong thing. And that was part of my eating and exercising thing like Mm -hmm. to an unnatural degree was like, well, this isn't how it's supposed to look. So, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and right now I was like, this is my bathing suit and this is my belly and this is how it looks and it's not wrong. (laughs) It's just a belly. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. I know. And I know it seems like a little thing. I mean, I know it's something that I have wanted all, I mean, I have envied that like that idea that I can maybe feel like that sometime oh, and I had it. Wow. So I feel like it reminds me of when I was in gymnastics and I would get a new trick and I'd be like, I can do a back handspring now. Oh, you know, like this is a thing I can do now. It's just so exciting. Oh, that's amazing. And I hate to be a bummer, but I am kind of on the opposite end of this oh, fucking really? diet. Oh, yeah. Well, <sighs> yeah, it's hard because I – have gained a lot of weight and I think, I mean, I'm at the place where I, I think it's like the high end of it or whatever. I mean, I haven't gained any more in the last, I don't know. I don't weigh myself anymore. So maybe I have, but yeah, but it's just hard because, um, I do, I mean, like I have rolls now. I never had that my whole life and it's just like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I really wrestle with, I keep thinking about like, 
Maybe I just need to diet a little bit and then I can go back back to it, you know. Mm. But that's like a trap because, I mean, I think I am healthy. That's the thing. Like we're brainwashed into thinking one type of body is attractive. But I was telling Brett the other day, it kind of feels like if you're in like an abusive relationship with a partner and it's like, you know, it's wrong, but it feels like, you know, like for me, like I know diet culture is wrong, but, (laughs) but I still want to be a part of it in some way, you know, like Mm -hmm. I still want to like look like diet culture tells me I'm supposed to look, you know? Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's funny because we are both thin people. So, you know, I mean, I am recognized and I'm still a thin person, but Mm -hmm. still just like having, I'm, oh my gosh. And sorry, now I'm going off of the thing, but I was listening to Howard Stern the other day, which like he has grown a lot and I've always just found him really funny, but he, the one (laughs) way he has not grown is with, weight and body. I have no I noticed that when he was on the Conan <sighs> podcast. I was like Really? Ugh. Yeah, something he said that was just like so judgmental of someone who's overweight. I was like Oh my god. Like ugh. this woman called in, he was like, How much do you weigh? For, which was yeah, first of all a terrible question. I just question. said overweight. I don't even want to use that word. Yeah. Yeah. To, yeah. Yeah. Just larger bodied yeah. or whatever. But yeah. but and she was like one thirty and he's like, How tall are you? And she's like ugh. five six and he was like that seems heavy to me. And Ugh. I was just like, oh, gross. my God. I know. I recognize that that's gross. But at the same time, it's like, I just want to look how I've always thought for myself, you know, is what I thought I should look like or it's what really I wanted deep. to. It's Like, the programming Ugh. is so deep. And so, I mean, I do – I feel like talking to your therapist, you're talking to a therapist mm-hmm. right now, like, mm-hmm. you – also can move through it. I mean, and I am not, I'm not saying like, I'm never going to have that feeling again. I just, this has been a good week for me, you know? No, like, I'm really happy. <laughs> I didn't mean to bring this down for you. Oh, no, no, not at been, all. No, this I is, mean, yeah, I think I have been kind to my, as kind as I've ever been with myself about it, but it is confusing as far as just like purely on a looks basis. Like I want to look, you know, wear certain clothes or whatever, you know, and feel like I used to feel. And I wasn't even, the crazy thing is I didn't even think I was that deep in diet culture. No, but it's so, but I think it's like this whole process of changing, being at the, being on the front lines of realizing there's a problem. I mean, people, this has been going on since the nineties. So it's not like, (laughs) I'm like, so, you know, so early on that, that, but still just because it is such a huge thing in our culture that it still is, it's not, it's still a small percentage of people recognizing the problem. So, I mean, having compassion with ourselves in not only changing our own working to change our own paradigm, but the cultural paradigm. Yeah. I mean, like, so much attached to, like, what size jeans are these? And, like, oh, I'm going to feel bad or good, you know, because, like, I was putting on jeans today and one pair didn't fit well and then the other pair didn't. I was like, I'm not going to – at first I was like, what size are these? And then I'm like, I'm not even going to look because that doesn't matter. That does not matter. But I I will talk about self-compassion later because, in general, I've been making a lot of strides with that in a pretty big way. But, yeah, this is, like, the sticking point. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, for me, putting on a larger body suit that I've never had, you know, and then it's like, well, culture tells you you're not supposed to look like this, you know, like, 
turn on the radio, someone's shaming you, you know. So yeah, it's a big, I, when you said it's a small thing, that's fucking major. I mean, it's Thank really you. major to yeah, love I mean, yourself. I already, like the night before too, I had um, felt this feeling of like just feeling so comfortable in my body, like feeling like my com- my body is so comfortable with me too. Like it trusts. Uh, if I'm hungry, you'll feed yes. me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Such a big, wonderful yes. thing. And the, the truth is in some ways with my body, I do like, I think I've said this before, but I never had a butt before and now I do and I love that. Actually. Yeah, butts are fun. They're so fun. <laughs> I never had one. So that's really fun. But, um, but, uh, anyway, it's all a process and we're all growing and it's gonna all be fine. Yeah, but uh, so how's your, oh, sorry. Yeah. Can, is there more? No, no, no. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Uh, what no about more. you and your check-in? And my check-in, oh, breaking through barriers. Well, actually, this is, going to tie into the energy report, but the self-compassion class I'm taking um, is really, it's really making me break through barriers as far as um, growth. I kind of want to wait until the energy report to talk about it because it's going to apply there. So yeah. Um, And if my teacher's listening, hello, Holly. (laughs) She said she was listening before. Um, but it's so, oh my gosh, it's crazy. It's crazy. And it isn't, it's just like such a simple thing, Mm self-compassion. And I know so many people have said to me in the past, and I've felt like this in the past, like, well, okay, but how do you love yourself? And this, I mean, I'm taking the class, which I think adds another dimension, but this workbook, I think if you just do it, and they also have, um, they link to um, MP3s online of the um, mm. the meditations. Oh yeah, it's like basically teaches you how to love yourself, and yeah. it's huge. You know, one of the things I have the workbook. I haven't done it yet because I've been doing the artist way and reading. You can heal your life again. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> so, but when I'm done with those uh, for like the 18th time, I want to mm. do the self compassion workshop uh, workbook. But the book by Kristen Neff. One of the things I loved about it was when she has you like rate, I don't know if you've done this in your class, but like rate yourself on various things and and admit the things you're not good at and to then be like, yeah, everybody is good at some things and not good at other things. You don't have to be exceptional at yes. anything or at everything, certainly not at everything. <laughs> oh my gosh. Actually, this takes me into something, I'm just going to say it now and We'll figure it out if it works in the energy report, but um, that really brings up something else is we were talking about in class how just like owning, well, okay, it just made me go to like places in my life where I feel like I haven't been good to people, which is really important to me. It's like one of my most important things is to like be a kind person, be a good person, and it just like, especially one memory came up where I felt like I was really kind of shitty to somebody. And my instinct at first was like, well, that's because I was going through this, this or this, you know, but something Holly, my teacher said was like, you know, I'm she's like, I'm not a garbage person and my feelings aren't garbage. <laughs> so oh. like, like even those feelings of like desperation or like the quote unquote ugly feelings 
are not garbage. They still, they need your tenderness. They need your love. They need, you know, we need to like embrace and love even those those feelings that we don't like, the self, for me, the selfish feelings, the, you know, things I did from a place that didn't feel in my high place. So if I can love myself and have tenderness for myself in those moments, um, which is what I did, I just took that experience and I just like held it in love with my, it was just like, for me, that really, the phrase like having tender feelings towards yeah. my my doubt, my selfishness, whatever it is, it really transforms it and gives me compassion for myself. Yeah. And it changes so much. Like it, it's, it really has a ripple effect like within me of loving all the parts of me. Yeah. Even, yeah. Cause that's how we are to the people we love. We know they're not perfect and everyone goes through things and, you know, to just admit, cause that it is, it's like, we want to hold this vision of, like you said, like, I'm a good person. I yes. don't snap at people. I don't get irritated because that's not what good <laughs> people do. And it's like, no, that's what everyone does. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, not everyone. even just that, like even deeper, like I don't do like whatever it may be, like something worse than just being snapping real quick, but just oh, like right. bigger like things. betraying someone. Yes. Like, yes. 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 We do. We all do that. Yeah. Yes. And to just, yeah, have that love for yourself makes you, and you know what the truth is when you're like, we uh, treat other people better, like, but when somebody does something like betray me, I really do feel like hold it against them. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so having, I'm realizing the reason why is because I'm like that with myself. So if mm-hmm. I can love and be tender with myself, then it made it easier for me to feel tender towards the people that have betrayed me, yeah. you know, or hurt me or whatever. It's so transformative. And yeah. it's funny, it hasn't translated enti- entirely to the body image <laughs> that I was it talking will. before. But yeah, it will. And I'm not like horrible. I'm not like, ugh, you're just, dis- I'm not that mean to myself at all it's just like oh how can i like i need i want to accept myself it's more like that i don't slander myself which is a big um change from years ago yeah and it'll click and then it will feel so freeing yeah it'll just be like embracing all of it yes yes so yeah we i think you know also I feel like I'm talking a lot, but we had a rough week. Um, there were a lot of challenges as far as oh, like. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Our well, we run on a well system and it wasn't even the well that broke. I guess it was the water filtration system or something. And it just made me realize like on a survival kind of level, when you don't have running water, it's very triggering <laughs> for me. It's like really first world problem like realizing like oh my god this is it just feels like a basic way you take care of right oh yeah so it was it was hard to feel peaceful during that um i really had to come back to a lot of my practice about letting go can i allow what is to be and yeah all of that and also just like being kind to myself about survive like we're safe like it brings uh, up all that stuff. Like, you know, I'm safe. I have my needs met, you know, because we're lucky. I can go to the store. I'm not living in a third world country. I don't have to like walk four miles and then come back with the water on my head. You know what I mean? So, um, so right. your water stopped flowing and then, or what happened to it? Yeah, I guess 
Yeah. It, I don't fully understand. Brett was helping fix it. And he did fix it. But because we live on a well system, we have to get it treated every year. And we ha- didn't realize that. So we weren't um, doing that. So that, like, I don't know, something about the pressure or something. And now it's back. Yeah, yeah. We've had it back. That's good. It you know, I was okay. thinking about how you, the week before, last week, how you talked about uh, that your anger, that you had not acknowledged your anger. Because in feng shui, uh, water is associated with emotion. So it's yes. interesting that you had that, like, parallel. Yes. Well, hopefully, um, Brett won't mind me saying this, but he's, you know, going through grief with his dad and he hasn't like kind of had time to grieve fully Uh. (laughs) because he's been so busy catching up with work and so um i think that was also part of it was his emotions have been stopped yeah a little bit yeah Yeah. well mine have been being released oh right (laughs) but his have yeah he hasn't been able to like attend to his grief really interesting so, yeah. so then he actually manually was going to get the water flowing the emotion. Yes. interesting yes it is interesting i mean he's such a he's i mean he's a very open person and he does cry when ne- it's not like he's like trying to be strong or anything it's just like he kind of yeah. turned it off to because he's just been so busy just, yeah exactly so anyway that is interesting I, yeah, especially with plumbing, when people's plumbing works, I do think it's something to like check in, like, what's going on with you? Are you <laughs> letting things flow? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that is the week check in. Okay. I so feel like have... yours were so positive. So I well, guess it, you know... they, they're going to fluctuate. I mean, okay. last <laughs> week I complained, remember, about someone criticizing my hair. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> So, you know, right. It's, it's, okay. sometimes it's positive. Well, I'm sometimes very happy that you're feeling that's really so big. Okay. So Thanks. what do we do next? I can't remember. I know, why next, I never we have remember? questions. Oh, we have a lot of questions. So one of the questions, oh yeah, we're going to email the person about the tarot question. Oh, right. Because we, we got a question it. that we have answered before. So we're going to let her know that about an earlier episode where we answer it. Yeah. Um, in this question... Let's start with the fairy question. Okay, great. Hi, Tess and Natasha. For my whole life, I have loved fairies and felt a strong affinity with them. I even have a memory of seeing fairies surround me the night my sister died. I was a toddler then, and it was also July, so maybe it was just fireflies. Either way, I have loved them for as long as I can remember. Having said that, there have been years when I have been less interested in fairies or when I've been preoccupied with other things and didn't think of them much. But lately, I have been incredibly drawn to them, so much so that I feel this deep longing to be in their world and to commune with them. It's a little bit painful, actually. So here is my question. What does this lifelong connection and recent obsession mean? Why am I feeling this profound longing so acutely right now? Is it a sign of spiritually leveling up? Am I a fairy myself? Please say yes. I know that you, Tess, also feel, also feel deeply connected to fairies. Perhaps you can talk about this and how you have connected with them. Do you believe there are fairy spirit guides? Um, okay, maybe we can stop there and then come back. And Okay. So, um, yes, you are a fairy. Oh. <laughs> yes, I wasn't the fireflies. <laughs> the fireflies are also fairies. So, we humans um 
the human and fairy realm have split, um, but they're not really separate. It's like we are wild beings. We are in our, it's in our DNA that we are interconnected with nature. And it just, it's part of this illusion right now that we're, that we're not, you know, we talk about nature. And when we say the word nature, we mean not human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when we say natural, we mean something that isn't created by humans, but that's part of the illusion. And it's part of our culture that we, I mean, we can acknowledge and we can speak that way and we know what we mean, but the real truth oh is that gosh. we're one with everything. Oh, what? I have to tell you something. <laughs> my daughter <laughs> um, is obsessed with space right now and she has this shirt that says we are all made of stars and the other day in the car she was like mom did you know that not only are we made of stars but we're actually made of everything oh (laughs) she's like so if like you want to say you want to be part of a butterfly you you can say that you are because you are you're made of what butterflies are made yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I love that. And, you know, I just learned about forensic geology. Have you heard of forensic Ooh, geology? No. Oh, my gosh. It's so interesting. I actually learned about it from a thriller I was reading, but I think it's oh. real science. <laughs> I was, <laughs> Hashtag real science. <laughs> <laughs> it's that um, it's a new branch of forensics, and it's that you um, can look at bones and discover where someone is from because it's the same soil composition. It's like, I mean, and if there's like a certain kind of mine in the area, there's like like a lead mine or something. It's like you are made Whoa. of the same stuff as the actual dirt Whoa. and the animals. It's because of what you breathe and what you drink and what you eat. Even though we eat food from all over the world now, it's still just like this is what we're made of. It just mm. reminds you that we actually really are one with the earth, just like yeah. the Gaia theory. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, you're a fairy. I feel like some of us are more. <laughs> yeah, you're so, a fairy. Okay, some of us are more um, connected with that. It kind of, I kind of think hmm. of it like, um, like animals and domestication. So, like how cats are domesticated, but not really, like not as much as dogs. Like they've been, to, they've been around <laughs> humans for a certain amount of time, but they still retain way more of their wild, feral nature. And mm-hmm. so I feel like – and some cats are more feral than others, right? Right. Like, mm-hmm. And that – I feel like that's the way it is with humans, that some of us are more ah. domesticated than others. Some of us in our DNA have more of a strong memory or connection to the fae, the fairy realm. And when I talk about the fairy realm, yeah, I mean – actual fairies, actual like nature <laughs> mm-hmm. spirits, mm-hmm. but also fireflies and trees and mm-hmm. um, clouds, like the, the aliveness of mm-hmm. nature. So it's all fairies now, but that's not the same thing as like angels. No, because angels are from the Angels are from the <laughs> other realm and fairies are from the earth. Is yeah, right? I mean mm-hmm. everything is connected and all is one. So yeah, yeah. yes, there there is a connection sure, sure, sure. interconnection. <laughs> 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 but um no, in our language, like what we're talking about when we talk about angels and fairies, they are different. Fairies yeah. are coming from the from earth. earth. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because like for instance, I feel very connected to angels 
and those guides, but I have not felt, I've always had trouble. I'm getting so much better and I feel more connected to the earth than I ever have. But especially when I was younger, very little connection. I felt well, less of it because I was so airy. Your connection, but the way that you speak to cats and dogs, I mean, that's, that's well, very communication. Yeah. That's your... Able mm. when you are able to that shamanic awareness, which is like the awareness of mm. the human language, but then being able to transcend that, that go into that other language, that oh. is fairy. You know, I always thought that was that's more fairy. angelic. Um, what what the Con- connect like speaking to animals or people that aren't in body or. Well, I mean, so when I think of angelic consciousness, I think of it as like in a a metaphor would be the sunlight. The sun is like this bright golden light. And then the the rainbow, when something shines through a prism or, or water and it creates all these different colors, angels are like those rays of divine light and that they can communicate with us directly when we consciously tap into them so Mm -hmm. so yeah i mean i think you can work with angelic consciousness to communicate with non-physical and physical beings totally it's just a slightly different kind of vibe we're talking about why is the fairy why would that be fairy language that you're talking to because they're animals on earth yes because um because it's like you being a human, but also uh. communicating with other creatures. To uh. me, that's like, that's when I think of fairy consciousness, I think of like, I'm communicating with trees or flowers or just aware uh. of that, going, transcending that idea that humans are separate from nature, from the rest of nature. Uh huh. Does see. that make sense? You think of that as fairy consciousness. I, I do, just never I do. have. Oh, interesting. Rachel, like, mean, can you get back to my question? <laughs> no, we're talking. I said Rachel, the oh, the woman who wrote us. Yeah, I mean, uh, and then but, there's also like what you can do, Rachel, and anyone else who wants to connect with fairies. I love to leave uh, fairy offerings, so little crystals or berries mm-hmm. or shiny coins in nature, and to just call on the fairies. I did this. Did I tell you about when I did the made fairy dust out of like crushed yeah. lilacs and some um, some reishi mushrooms and um, some little crystals? Put something mm-hmm. else in there, but I sprinkled it around my yard and called on the fairies. Mm-hmm. And the next day, a moose, a, a moose and her calf came Aww. right up, like they leaned up against Aww. our fence right by where I sprinkled the fairy dust. Like they were sitting there for hours. I could look right oh out the window and God. see them. It was amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Like well, unicorns. now that you say that it's like part of animals, I feel more connected to them. I didn't realize yeah. that. I didn't feel like, I just didn't have any, what I thought was direct experience. So that's interesting. Unicorns are Unicorns are in the realm of the fae. Yeah. Ah, I'll have to read more about this. Um, well, when she says, why am I feeling this profound longing so acutely right now? Um, it, it, I would say it's time. It's time for you to, um, you, you're feeling like I, I could say yes to the spiritually leveling up or becoming aware of an aspect of your spiritual path that is calling to you. And so I would get out in nature as much as you possibly can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I feel when I, even though I'm not 
was not aware of the fairies as much. I would say anytime you feel that kind of thing, it's like, yeah, your intuition calling to you to tell you to explore that more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's some reason. And who knows if it's, uh, I don't know about spiritually leveling up. I mean, it could be, or it just could be like, yeah, that could take you on a spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. But that, but getting that message is definitely like pay attention to it. And, um, oh, I think did we get to the part where she was saying how could she have time to do this? Um, no. Let's see. Perhaps you can talk about this and how you've connected with them. Do you believe there are fairy spirit guides? I don't think I got to the time. Yeah. Or do you, do you want to talk about how having time? Uh, well, I guess she was saying, how do I do this? Would I have to declutter everything? I don't oh, the declutter. Yeah, she talks about, she said, um, I have been reading everything I can get my hands on, but I came across someone, a podcaster and researcher of fairy lore mentioned that fairies will not connect with people who live in cluttered, oh. messy spaces. That is Wait. not my experience. <laughs> <laughs> fairies, um, in my experience, People who have a lot of fairy, um, like fairy DNA, fairy connection, there are fairy people. I I feel like I'm a fairy person. I've also met people who are even more fairy than I am. Mm. I feel like they're not. They naturally are pretty sloppy people. Often, mm-hmm. it seems to <laughs> me that like any higher being, would you consider them higher beings? Like I'm just um, so connected to angels. So I. I <sighs> I feel like fairies that you have, I mean, I feel like you have to actively counterbalance the desire to be a sloppy person when you have fairy energy. I don't know. This is my experience. Oh, yeah. Oh, but I was just saying, like, I don't think anyone, like, fairies or angels or whatever are going to, like, look over you if you have a messy house. Oh, okay. I thought (laughs) you were going to say the opposite with, because I feel like angels may be more order. Oh, really? No. I feel like angels i mean i to me my experience is just like very loving like they're not going to be like oh your house is a mess sorry can't visit you know like clean up (laughs) i mean i I don't think they are going to be like that but i do feel like angelic consciousness like calling it in and feeling it for me Uh it does feel easier when there's greater order and harmony Uh, in my space interesting but I feel yeah. like angels can help you with that, though. Like, you know, totally. especially Metatron. Metatron is so, like, so harmonious and orderly. It's like divine timing and balance. Mm-hmm. Um, you could call on Archangel Metatron and Sandalphon. I like to call on them together because they're like two poles of a battery, mm-hmm. um, two ends of a battery. Metatron is the cosmos. Sandalphon is the earth. And then ask them for help with creating more order in your house mm-hmm. and that order in mind body and spirit too i guess i feel like with anything the clearer you are the more clear the communication will be you know like and so yes if you're uncluttered your space reflects your environment so so you're going to hear the messages clear i just feel like that feels very rejecting to me like that they fairies won't visit or angels yeah i don't if you're cluttery no i don't i don't I don't buy that that either. But also I do feel – because like the fairy energy to me is very wild. So that's what Uh, I mean by sloppy. Like they like to party. Fairies (laughs) like to party. Like my fairy spirit guide and to get to the spirit guide part, I do have a fairy spirit guide. And Mm. he's really – 
<laughs> naughty. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I feel like I can see him right now. Like when you said that, I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. He's really sexy. Can you see how sexy yeah. he is? I mean, I'm like, wow, I didn't know he was hanging out with Tess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, every time I tune into him regularly and I'm like, ooh, okay. Keeps me wild. That is so funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So please don't worry about that. And you know, this also I feel like everything is relating to the energy report this week, but just don't worry about like having to make all this time to do something in mm-hmm. order to connect or like, you know, just even doing one simple thing really is all you need to like small intentions, totally. you know, intention is really everything and just tiny little steps. And, and if like you, if you're walking yeah. from your car to the supermarket and you see a flower in their flower bed, you can connect with the fairy realm there by looking at it in a deep way. Uh, For example. So just doing that connects you to the fairy realm. But what if you want to see like, okay, so my daughter really, she's left many gifts for fairies, makes little fairy boxes and things. And um, she's like, do you think the fairies visited, mom? Do you think they visited? So what if you want to like get an actual like (laughs) sign? Do you think that's possible? Like for them yeah, to, like I mean, I think gifts. Yeah, noticing uh, often one of the things that they the ways they manifest is butterflies, hummingbirds, animals, wild animals that visit, mm-hmm. and um, really thriving plants and flowers. So, have you heard of the Findhorn Gardens? Mm-mm. This is a whole thing. It's like now they have retreats, spiritual retreats there. It's mm. in, I believe, in Scotland. But it oh. was like a story of a really inhospitable patch of land where some people um, were setting up camp and they started working with the fairies of the land, the plant devas. And then they started growing these amazingly huge vegetables and wow. food. And it's ah. just – there's a book on it. I think there's a number of books on it. I don't know. But um, – but it's this whole phenomenon. So you can notice once you call on the fairies and leave them gifts, often your plant's thriving in that area. Well, let me tell you something. One of the animals, which I guess is part of the fairy realm, has been eating my garden. So (laughs) nothing has been surviving because this little guy has been eating everything. What what kind of animal? I'm, we're not sure. Oh. Possibly a groundhog. And I love groundhogs. They are oh. so cute. I can't take how cute they are. <laughs> um, oh my God. We have a few that like two that hang out together. They're so cute. Anyway, um, oh. and, or maybe a mole or maybe a rabbit. I don't know. We have so many animals around here, but like nothing. They're eating all my tomatoes, all my cucumbers before they even grow. Watermelon. Forget it. Like, they eat everything. So I'm wondering if I can, maybe I can leave a note for the fairies or something. Yeah, maybe you could employ the fairies, like, ask them for help and support with that situation. Yeah. Yeah, I think I might. All right. Well, I think we answered her question. Okay. You did, right? I think that was yeah. it. Thank you, Rachel. Hopefully that helps. Um. Yeah, so just be gentle with yourself, and you can make any time you – like, whatever time you have, that's how you connect, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. With the stars. Okay, you want to read the next one? Sure. 
Hello, Tess and Natasha. I was listening to the most recent podcast and found the question on spotting the dragonflies intriguing. Over the past several weeks, the numbers 444 pop up to me multiple times a day, every day. I've read so many varying descriptions of what this type of communication can mean. How do you feel is the best way to discern the message and what are your own thoughts on it? Brightest blessings to you both. Charity. 444 is your... Yes, this is a number I see frequently, and mm-hmm. um, and whenever I see it, well, okay. First, I want to say whenever there's like we talked about with the dragonflies, whenever there's anything like this, it's always good to ask first. Well, what if I knew what the message was? What does mm-hmm. it feel like to me? Because then you get that direct relationship mm-hmm. with the symbology, the symbolism, the way spirit is talking to you. Yes. Then next, I will say that for me, it. It is the angels saying, you know, this is in divine right order. Everything is perfectly unfolding. It's like a reminder to me Mm. that everything is perfectly unfolding, that I am in the right place at the right time, that I'm in divine flow, that everything is divinely orchestrated. It's this reminder that I have friends in high places kind of thing. Oh, that's nice. You have friends in high places. <laughs> you know that song, Low Places. Anyway. Yep. Um, <laughs> I'm from a small town, ta- small country oh, yeah. town, so I definitely know that song. <laughs> um, yeah, I actually think that really relates to Charity knowing her. So that 444, I mean, having talked to her before, that, um, yeah, everything's working out as it should. And it was specifically 444, right? Mm-hmm. That That you were just talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, I get, I mean, I feel like we've kind of answered that before and I always feel that too. Like you can ask, I feel like, yeah, I feel like we are made as a society to not trust our (laughs) intuition or to write off our intuition or to be like, oh, that's silly. Or yeah, of course you're seeing that it's 444, whatever it is, you know, or, you know, but, that I don't that's hashtag fake news like yeah. seri- like just believe in yourself you can't go wrong when you believe in yourself worst case scenario you get a message that makes you feel good <laughs> and isn't true I don't know there's no downside just mm-hmm. really trust yourself yeah and, and there's uh, a reason you're noticing it too so it's like yeah it's yes. 444 twice a day so mm-hmm. it's that's gonna be on the clock there's gonna be you're gonna pass that number on license plates but when mm-hmm. you you notice it it stands out to you there's a reason for that yes I mean there's I really believe there's no coincidences especially the more you're aligning with your intuition the more synchronicity is gonna play in your life the more you'll see things and the more the universe talks to you because again the universe doesn't talk like in direct English all the time it talks in more subtle ways and just learning how the more you tune in the more you're gonna hear these messages and yeah and the more you trust yourself so it's the combo yeah, and so mm-hmm. also remember that the universe is on your side. So it's yes. never like, oh, no, why am I seeing that? This is a bad omen like that. You never need to think that. No. Because divine messages are always there in a loving way for you, yeah. especially when you expect that. And that's how you relate to the universe. You come into harmony with it. You know you're one with it. Then you don't ever have to go into panic. Yes. And yeah. And that's how you dialogue with it is by trusting it and hearing it more and more. Yeah. Um, Okay. Did we have, I think we have one more, don't we? One more. Do you want to read this one? 
No, I think you should read because I can't. Okay. These contacts aren't letting me look closely. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Hey, ladies. Just wanted to say I really enjoy your podcast. You make me laugh, and I love learning from you both. When I was listening the other day, I heard you say you take questions. I'm reaching out for some insight and help. Long story short, my husband has been dealing with health issues, which has led to him developing some pretty debilitating anxiety to the point he no longer drives drives right now. I myself have always suffered with depression and anxiety, so I can be empathetic. Here's the problem. To be honest, I find myself getting frustrated with him when I feel he's not doing everything he can do to help himself. As you can imagine, these health issues are a stress to our household. We have kids and our relationship. I'm willing to do whatever it takes to help him get better, but as of late, I'm overwhelmed. I'm writing for some insight from you both. Yeah. And she did say, can you tap into our energy or his? And I just want to say, we don't do that on this podcast. We don't tap in personally. Specifically, yeah, but we can talk about general. Yes. I do that in my sessions, but we don't do that on the, on, on our podcast. Um, okay. Do you want to talk first? No, I want you to. (laughs) (laughs) I want you to start this one. Okay. Um, I'm just thinking for a second. Okay. I mean, I think that this is a very hard situation, basically. It's really, really hard when our partners aren't helping themselves and we, and it's affecting our lives. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. just really tough. And, um, I really feel like it comes down to the tenants of codependency and letting go as much as we can, which means that we can't control anybody else's lives but our own. Mm -hmm. And um, so really focusing on, you know, I'm not saying like, be like, fuck you, (laughs) you know, definitely not. And like supporting him how you can. But um, if he's not um doing anything to help himself there's really that you can't you I, I mean it's i wish i had better answer there's just you can't help you can't make somebody help themselves it's just like when someone's in addiction you know so what you can do is just go within the there's two things one i would say like check in with yourself and see if there's any need to save him that is deeper than you just want a nicer home environment. I mean, which is very reasonable to want a nicer home environment. Um, But if there is some part of you that needs healing around trying to save him, um, like your little inner girl, your inner child that feels you know, a desperate need to save somebody else, then you can nurture her and go within and say, like, I'm here. What do you need? What do you need right now? I'm here caring for you. And, um, you know, really parenting yourself in a very big way. Yeah, I'm getting that too. But this is an opportunity to have compassion for yourself and love for yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah, so I would say that's really there. I don't, unfortunately, there's no magic cure, even though this is a magical podcast. Well, you know what? I I will say I, um, while you were talking, Natasha, I realized Mm -hmm. there's a book I've read recently that's called Wired for Love. 
Have you read mm. this book? Mm-mm. It's a neuroscientist and he's talking about relationships. And it was, I mean, that was really intensely transformational for me. Mm. And it's about how we relate to our partners, how our partners relate to us, and how we can actively support them when we know like a lot of the dynamics of what they're experiencing and how we can support them through that. So I, there's a lot of information in that book. It's like, it's mm-hmm. attachment theory. He works with a lot. It's the oh, way he describes it. Attachment theory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he talks about it in a much more positive way because attachment theory, like it's often kind of sounds critical the way that they mm-hmm. label different people who've experienced different things in their childhood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but he talks about it in a much more positive way. And mm-hmm. I I really think that this is going to be a good book for you to read right now to mm-hmm. um, Amanda. Okay. And also, if you haven't read Codependent No More. Oh, yeah. That's um, that's a great one. I mean, it's I would say like the more you really – it's hard living with someone who has depression and anxiety. I mean, that's a – I just want to validate your experience that that's really hard to – um, feel good within yourself when your partner is feeling that way and ref- not taking care of themselves. So yeah, again, I guess I'm just repeating myself, but just to be real diligent about caring for yourself. Um, and then I feel like the more you do that, the more answers you will get as far yeah. as how you can care for him if that's appropriate. And that will also support him too when you shift your energy. Right. And that's, that's all part of that. Um, and that's the codependent thing too of noticing, okay, what do I have power over? I can't, mm. I can feel it's not going to be effective for me to keep nagging him or, you know, to judge him. But when, I, what can I do? I can support myself. I can meditate. Exactly. I can notice my breath. I can come into the present moment. I can have compassion for myself. And that is going to create an energetic shift in your space. And of course, mm-hmm. clearing clutter that when all else fails, if you have <laughs> clutter to clear, clear your clutter. Yeah. And for me, I feel like when all else fails, <clears throat> asking your inner child, what do you need? What do oh, you need yeah. Right now? I love that. I've been doing that now, Natasha, yes. since you said first thing in the morning. I just oh, love yeah. it. I tap into my inner child. I give her a hug. I, oh, yeah, it's great. That's so great. It really yeah. is life changing and it yeah. can really just, yeah, help you feel more supported from within as you navigate this yep all right well thank you for your questions if anyone has questions for next week you can write into magic monday podcast at gmail.com and we love to answer them for you yep um okay so is it my okay (laughs) (laughs) you think i would remember each week it's time for the energy report I feel like that week was, I mean, might have stepped over the intro and it was a little less high this week. My voice is doing something. That's okay. Yeah. It's the energy report. And you know what? It's kind of symbolic of what's happening this week. So this week is a little, it was kind of a continuation, I would say, of last week. Um, It's a lot more basically clearing out of what is not working on a basic level. And mm-hmm. maybe because um, as of the, when this podcast airs, Mercury retrograde will end on the 31st. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. whenever it airs, it's going to end on the 31st, but it'll end on Thursday is what I meant to say. Wait. Or Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday, mm-hmm. Wednesday yeah. Um, so um, maybe things will change. But one thing I've noticed is really a lot of – 
confusion in the people I'm seeing. Just like, I don't even know where to start. Things are muddled and messy. And I feel like that happened last week as well. Um, so again, it's really kind of in some ways a repeat. You could listen to last week <laughs> of just doing basic stuff. I know you said clear clutter, um, and, um, the basic bringing in gold light. I will say that, um, one thing that occurred to me because a lot of people have been coming to me saying like, I just can't hear my intuition. I want to hear my intuition. And I actually feel like it's kind of a, I don't know if paradox is the right word, um, but that if you are aware you're not hearing your intuition, that's actually your intuition. All right. right. <laughs> so it's like the first step, like, oh, I am hearing my intuition because a gut feeling is telling me that I don't have full access to all mm. that I want to hear, all that I'm able to hear. Like you mm -hmm. can tell something's off and that that's your intuition. That's nothing else, you know. Mm -hmm. So following that little trail, that little trail, like, oh, I'm not hearing it. Okay, well, what's the, what else do I want to feel? What do I, you know, really just getting to know yourself. I feel like rather than repeating what I said last week, um, which you could all apply, um, basic self-care, just doing the, you know, very small things. That's another thing, the repeat that I'm hearing from last week is people just, when you're in that state, it feels overwhelming to even start you know, to even start to have access to your intuition to feel better if you're feeling so muddy. But but just doing the tiniest thing, saying hello to your inner child, what do I need while you brush your teeth? It doesn't have to be like, you know, I have to sit down. I feel like I'm repeating myself, but okay. I, I, I mean, okay. if it's the same message coming through, then that's okay. valuable, you know. Okay. So yeah, you don't have to sit down for 30 minutes and meditate with, you know, in the mountains of the Himalayas. <laughs> <laughs> with a giant white quartz. <laughs> yeah. Or even in your bed. You don't, you know. You know, I really feel like this life, it is magical. And you can find your way to yourself. Like, that's the most natural thing in the world, you know, is yourself. So and your intuition and your instincts. And so you can find your way back to it um, in very simple terms, uh, simple ways. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I do not to toot my own horn, but I do think that you don't have to come to me. But like when you do feel super muddled, it is nice to get some kind of energy clearing just to clear it out, to feel like, you know, you have space, like even if you see someone for Reiki or like, I don't know. I, I do think that's really helpful, but you don't need it. It's not necessary. You could sit like really sitting under a shower, actually, like and imagining gold just coming down through the, mm -hmm. um, it's like, is like getting an energy healing. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, filling up with gold, like phew, releasing it. And then you can be like, okay, inner child, what do you need? Or like my highest self connecting from your, um, crown chakra at the top of your head to source and being like, <clears throat> and asking, what do I need to hear right now? And then just getting quiet, even for 30 seconds or whatever mm -hmm. it is. 
Yeah, there's so, lots yeah. of energy healing that you can do on your own. Like you can hug yes. a tree. You can walk barefoot outside like we talked about last week. You can listen to music. Even just listening to music can start dancing. to shift your energy. Dancing. dancing. Totally yes. energy healing. Yes. Completely. Yeah, I didn't mean to f- make anyone feel like they have to see no, but no, me I or think someone that's, like that's me. That's valuable too though. <laughs> like to talk to someone like Natasha or to get like a, I, I got a massage a couple of weeks ago from someone who's also a craniosacral healer. Oh my yes. gosh, it was so deep. And it's neat because when you actually connect with someone who can see energetically and sense energetically, like Natasha, she she tunes into your your higher self. So and and then when when I did a session with her, for example, I was like, oh, it's like she's saying this is what your intuition is telling my intuition, and so then you feel like validated. It's strengthened. But that's true. But really, when I was saying like about why you. T- yeah, I'm feeling bad that I said that now. But what Why? I really am saying, well, just because I, <clears throat> I really believe in self-healing and that you can't do it on your own. But I was just saying, like, when you are super muddled, um, it's nice to get just like this, like, like, but it's you, true. Can, but you, yeah, yeah. But you can do that from the shower too, like filling with gold from the, like, what, there's something about the combination of imagining light with water mm-hmm. really cleans out your energy in a big mm-hmm. way too. So that is the energy report. Thank you. So good. <laughs> and again, once again, of course, it goes right along with practical oh. magic, which now it is time for practical <laughs> magic. <laughs> okay. I like so, that new one, that new new voice. Extra whimsical this week. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, like Natasha said, Mercury goes direct this Wednesday. But you know what's so interesting is that's also the new moon. So um, today, tomorrow – in more ways than one, time to wrap up loose ends, any extra clutter clearing you can do, anything you can delete from your phone, anything you can delete from your computer, if you want to clean your car, if you need to make a doctor's appointment, you know, any (laughs) of those kinds of loose ends, you know, like financial things you need to shift to get in order. That's really of the essence right now. So today and tomorrow, if you're listening to this on Monday, And then on Wednesday, new moon and Mercury goes direct. New moon in Leo. So Wednesday or Thursday are a great time for a new moon ritual, a fire ritual. Because the moon, Leo moon is in, it's a fire sign. It's um, the sun, ruled by the sun. The sun and moon are both in Leo. That's always how it is on a new moon. The sun and the moon are in the same sign and a new moon. But this means it's a great time to do a fire ritual and to set an intention related to how you would like to be known and seen and recognized in the world. Mm, I like that. Yeah. So maybe as you're wrapping up the loose ends, you know, finishing up the clutter clearing, getting all of that kind of like business done on Monday and Tuesday, you can have it in the back of your mind. Like, what is it that I really, how do I want to be seen and known and appreciated? What skill do I want to be recognized for in the world? And how do I want that to feel? And then you can do a fire ritual either with like a bonfire or a fire in a fire pit, or even just a candle 
or the sun. Like if the sun is high in the sky, you can go outside and set the intention and feel yourself being illuminated by the sun. Any of those ways, working with the fire element and setting that intention and feeling it. So you can get creative with that if you want to incorporate like a sunstone maybe or um, – I love sunstone. Essential oils that are fiery like clove or cinnamon or burning cinnamon incense. The most important thing though is just to feel the feeling, set the intention, and then in some way invoke the fire element. Candle. Now if you, if you have like a bonfire – for instance, would you put things in there that you are ready to let go of? Oh, you could. I mean, the new moon is – I kind of feel more like the new moon is a time for setting intentions uh, okay. before the new moon. Like the full moon or any time between the full moon and the new moon mm-hmm. are a great time to let go of – cleanse things out. Mm-hmm. The new moon is like intention setting, seed planting. Unless you okay. feel that, I mean, it is, it's like a transition time. So if you're really feeling mm-hmm. like, okay, here's what I want to release and here's what I want to call in and that feels right to you, that's totally fine. But um, to work with it, I, I'm thinking more like invoke the fire element by lighting a candle or standing in front of a fire or standing under the sun and then feel like your whole body being filled mm. with the flames, and the radiant light, feeling like you're shining your light and sharing your gifts with the world. Oh, I love that. That's great. All right. Oh, yeah. And then dance it, too. If you want to dance your intention Uh so you feel like the joy of it always in the present tense as if it's already true. Like, oh, this is so great. You know, this is how I'm known and seen in the world. Mm. And then you can put on music and dance like you're celebrating that this is already true for you. That's the best way to dance an intention. Yes, yes. Bonus points if you put on Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire <laughs> or any fire song. Just yeah. kidding. I mean, you could. Whatever <laughs> feels right to you. I like for celebratory dances, I like Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh. Speaking of fire. There you go. There and you Earth go. and Wind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was a great practical magic. I We're going away on a family trip the day after. So we can oh. also – we're going to go see a, a band, which is exciting. And um, maybe we can, as a family, set the intention of our trip being fun. Oh, yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. Well, thank you for your practical. Is that it for practical that magic? Is, that's oh, it. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> great one. Um, okay. Oh, should we do our biz, our business? Yeah. Time okay. for the biz. Okay. Um, so you can find me at highestlighthealing.com and you can sign up for my newsletter there or book a session and or book a session. And you can also find me on Instagram at highestlighthealing. And I noticed that our Magic Monday podcast on Instagram is about to surpass my amount of followers. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you guys should go follow Natasha. Yeah. Follow me too. If you want. No pressure. Hashtag no pressure. I'm doing a lot of hashtags today. I'm, I'm a little tired. Maybe that's why it's waking me up. Um, but you can find us, yeah, Instagram, Magic Monday Podcast. You can email us, as I said before, Magic Monday Podcast at Gmail. And where else can you find? Oh, we're also oh, yeah. now on new places, right? Yeah. Where are we? That's Spotify, a great question. Google? We're not on Spotify not sure. yet. Oh, okay. No, not yet. But we're on TuneIn. And Google, 
Um, and Podbean as always, and iTunes as always. I think that's cool. it right now. Yeah, we hopefully we'll be on Spotify, but not yet. Yeah, and please rate us and leave us a review. Oh yes, we love it. We love these reviews. They're really mm-hmm. fun and ratings. Mm-hmm. It helps us get noticed so so more people find us and where can we find the lovely tess you can find me at tess4444 on instagram tess whitehurst author on facebook tess whitehurst on twitter and tess whitehurst on youtube and then my website is tesswhitehurst.com and that's also where you can find our show notes where we link to the books that we talk about and the card decks we use um, and that's my stuff. We, you know what we have forgotten to do is, um, in the past couple of podcasts is thank Brett, our producer, oh, yes, our excellent our producer. Excellent producer. Thank you, Brett. And he's also my excellent husband. Yeah. He does great at both jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't ask for more in either job. <laughs> um, all right. So should we pick our card for the week? Yes. I think I'm going to do the um, Akashic Tarot today. Ooh, okay. Which actually might be confusing for people who are confused about the difference between a tarot deck and a oracle deck, because this is an oracle deck. Um, but it's, it's a misnomer. It is a bit of a misnomer, but it's based on, um, I believe it's based on the tarot deck. On the on tarot cards, so it's kind of like a um, combination. There's a better oh, word for that. Yeah, hybrid. There you go. I wanted to call it an emulsion, but that's wrong on multiple I, levels. I like that. It, it may <laughs> that may not even be a word for the, in the first place. <laughs> it sounds right to yeah, me. Th- intuitively. <laughs> That's what matters. See, like I said before, even if your intuition is not telling you accurate things, if it feels good, who cares? Yep. I'm just kidding. Okay. All right. So I'm going to pick one from here for our week. Hold on. I feel for everybody. When I say our, I mean everybody listening. Okay. One more. Sometimes I get a little, um, I think it's like an anxiety thing about like, I need to shuffle it one more time. Do you ever do that? Um, I, I know. I mean, I shuffle it until it, I feel intuitively like it's right. I Maybe. get a little, um, and it's unusual for me with spiritual type things. I'm usually not in my head, but with cards, I sometimes get in my head about it. Maybe you're just judging yourself. I think I get afraid that it's like. The wrong. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, the wrong card. Like if I pick it here, it won't be, it won't really tell me what I need to do. But if I stop now, you know. Yeah. I mean, I think what I, I, I think I might have that a little bit, but what I always tell myself is I always remind myself, oh, that's impossible. It's impossible to pick the wrong card. Um, yeah, that's true. I just realized that this deck that I picked is the tiniest writing in these contacts. Are not a great prescription. Well, maybe for that, you can, that's okay. interpret I can do it, it symbolically. I can do it. I could, but <laughs> I don't want to. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to flash a light on it. Oh, this is better. You know what it really is? It's that I'm in the dark over here. Oh, okay. See? The card is Three of Forces, the Bird's Nest. Can you see it? Mm, I, 
Yes, a, I love it. So fairy. Yes, it is so fairy. It's really cute. It's this bird with her little mama, with her little babies, I mean, and the light shining in. So it says, a strong, sturdy nest cradles a new family of birds as the babies are fed. This card represents the force of creativity and expansion. When you receive this card upright, it is a single, it is a signal to focus on starting new things or expanding, perhaps your business, your network, network of friends, or indeed your family. There may be some effort involved. The nest has to be built and you will need to be open to the additions coming your way. Children may be forthcoming. You may be renovating your home or perhaps you will be hiring new employees um, or opening new business locations. Whatever it is, it will well be worth the effort for the expansions you make will bring great joy. Spiritual expansions may be in store as well. It's never too late to widen your network of spirit, family, friends, and guides. The rewards of that kind of expansion are limitless. But yeah, and our person that wrote in is widening her network of spirit family in the fairy realm. Yeah, and also the new moon. It's such new moon yes, energy. Yes, it really is. I love it. So that's nice. Okay, so um, so I picked from my Magic of Flowers Oracle the rose, which Ooh. is pure love, just divine pure love. And I love this for the Leo new moon too because the Leo Leo is the sign of the heart. So for us to – this is – whenever this card comes up, it's always to remember to tap into the truth, which is that we're all one. To just remember in any situation that love can be the answer. Like you can always direct love toward any person, any situation, direct love toward yourself. And also when there's confusion or drama, you can – step out of that and up into the realm of pure love and then from that place uh you'll know what to do they'll be you'll just like click into being in the right place at the right time that divine orchestration type of energy do you know what that just made me realize that i completely forgot <clears throat> to talk about in the energy report the self-compassion thing i was gonna oh, talk about right. okay well you can talk about it now okay if you want I, I, yeah i do it'll be it'll be i'll make it quick but um it's so life transformative. I feel like I'm not saying right words anymore, but life, is that a word? Life transformative. You know, I anyway. think in the new age world, transformative and transformational are words That's that we it. use a lot that not everyone else uses, but. <laughs> okay. Let's well, just... it's amazing. Let's put it that way. So this part, the next step of the self-compassion journey is to think of words or phrases that you want to hear from your life like mm. um from other people maybe like if someone could come up to you and say just the thing that you wanted to hear imagine oh. what that would be like whatever it is like you are loved you're safe you know whatever it is you're oh, desirable yeah. you're you know whatever those things are and then repeating those to yourself so oh, this is I love that. Oh my gosh, Tess, it's like the most amazing thing. We did this meditation, basically we had your hand on your heart or wherever feels good, feels loving, and basically just repeating those phrases to yourself for half an hour, it was just like oh. the best feeling I've ever had. Oh, I love that. <laughs> or one of the best. I mean, 
It's and to give it to yourself. Yeah, I really felt like the wall. Like I didn't even know I had walls, and they were just like softening, coming down, softening, coming down. So, oh, I I love that. Oh my gosh. So that's, I was going to bring it up in the energy report because that's another, you don't have to do it for half an hour, but that's another like really simple act that you can do to just get you back to yourself and clear the cobwebs. Um, yeah. I like how that can be, I mean, I can imagine that that would be really different at different times of your life and that it will be really valuable to see what is that now. Because it's like I can think of times when it would be important to hear like I can see how hard you're working or Mm. it's it's okay for you to relax or, you know, just so many different little variations or I love you exactly the way you are. You're perfect exactly as you are. You know, there's so many things I can think of that would be exactly what I would want to hear. Yes. And also for different things, like you may want to hear a different thing, like for instance, me about my body as opposed to me with work or me with, I don't know, with my partner or whatever. So yeah, it's so, I mean, it's a really, really deep thing. I'm just like noticing how much more I'm able to take in that love for myself where I never was before. And so, yeah, so it just reminded me so much of your card. I was like, oh my gosh. So try that practice. Even you, again, you don't have to do it for 30 minutes, but the first step, it really is just spending a few minutes just imagining what are, what do you want to hear? That's like a whole thing in itself so that then you can really, you know, tell yourself that, put your hand in your heart and feel it in various moments throughout the day. Yeah. And I love that too, because, uh, that when we are so filled with love in that way and, um, validation from ourselves, that's when we really can spread the love to other people. Because yes. we're not worried. We're not like, Oh no, am I not enough of this or that? Like we just are overflowing with love. So everywhere we go, we can offer it to people we don't know even or to the people that are the yeah. closest to us. Yes, and blessing people with love throughout the day that you don't even know, like as you're driving or walking. The best. Such a, it's so great. Love it. it's so great. Gotta try it. Love it. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful new moon week. Yeah, butts are fun.